Discover how a 4,000-year-old unbreakable covenant between God and Abraham speaks directly to the question of the Jewish people's right to inhabit the land of Israel. A remarkable divine land grant revealed today on Jewish Voice. I'm beginning a, uh, a series tonight uh, from the scriptures that I call Lessons from Abraham. And uh, I was mentioning a little bit earlier that uh, three world religions point to Abraham as the father of their faith. Of course, Judaism for, uh, for Jews, Abraham is where it all began. For Christians, we look back to Abraham and one of the names of, for Jesus or Yeshua is the son of Abraham because Abraham was the, the father of the seed promise, which I'll talk about a little bit later. And interestingly, Islam, Muslims point to Abraham as the father of their faith and claim that they are the descendants of, the true descendants of Abraham. And I'll talk about why that's, that's problematic also a little bit later on. So lessons from Abraham and the text that I'm using is Genesis chapter 12. So if you have a Bible and want to follow along with me, or we'll put it up into, in the monitors, Genesis chapter 12, and I, my arms aren't as long as they used to, so I'm going to wear glasses so I don't have to go too far out. But uh, Genesis chapter 12, and this is really where it all begins. This is the call of Abraham, and this is before his name was changed to Abraham. His name, when he was called, was Abram. Let's start in verse 1. The Lord said to Abram, Leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. Now keep that thought in mind. That's important, the land that I will show you. And then verse 2, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Now, that's where I'm going to stop. I just want to look at those three verses with you and just make a few comments about this text, these three simple verses of Scripture. First of all, when God calls Abram to leave a land and, says to, and tells him to go to a land I will show you, this is the foundation of the Jewish people's right to the land that is today called Israel. Israel. This is the basis. This is the land grant. Uh, later on in Genesis chapter 15, God affirms this land will be an everlasting possession for you and for your uh, children and your grandchildren, Isaac, Jacob, and so on. But this is where it all begins. God says to Abram, go to a land that I will show you, and this is the land that is today known as Israel. Now, in 1917, as, uh, as the Turks were being defeated in World War I by the British, and the British were taking control of this land that was part of the Ottoman Empire, there was a document created that expressed the desire of England to recognize a homeland for the Jewish people. It was called the Belfour Declaration. We're actually going to put it on the screen so you can see it. The Belfour Declaration, in which... Lord Belfour, a member of the British Parliament, declares the will of the government, but that His Majesty's government looks with favor upon the establishment of a, 
of a homeland for the Jewish people, and many historians look back to this document as the land grant for the Jewish people. There was also a, a map that was drawn up between the French and the British called the Sykes-Picot uh, uh, decision, and then, of course, in 1947, the UN voted uh, in what uh, is today known as Resolution 181, where the UN looked with favor upon the establishment of a homeland for the Jewish people, 33 to 13. So this was a UN decision to recognize Israel as a state. But the fact is that it's not the Belfour Declaration. It's not the Sykes-Picot Agreement. It's not the UN resolution in 1947, Resolution 181, that establishes a homeland for the Jewish people. It's Genesis chapter 12. It's Genesis chapter 15. It's the Torah. It's the Word of God that declares this will be an everlasting possession for you and your descendants. Folks, God does not love the Jewish people more than he loves the Arabs. He loves them equally. God loves all people. It's his will that none should perish, but that all should come to everlasting life. He loves everyone equally. He doesn't love Israeli more than Palestinian, but when it comes to the land known today as Israel, God declares in his word, this will be an everlasting possession for Abraham and his children. And so if you believe this book, that settles it for true believers. We can't pick and choose. We take the whole word of God or we take none of the word of God. But if we are Bible believers, then God has already made the decision that the land of known today as Israel is an everlasting possession. And everlasting means everlasting. So this land belongs to the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And it begins here in Genesis chapter 12. So if we believe the Bible then we need to have a biblical worldview about Israel. Now, there are decisions that, that Israel makes that are not godly decisions, that are not biblical decisions. We don't simply believe that Israel has a unilateral right to make every decision, that we can be critical of those decisions, but we can't decide that God changed his mind. We have a biblical worldview when it comes to Israel. It's not about God loving Jew more than Arab, it's about God declaring in his word, this land will be an everlasting possession. Okay? So that's very, very important. Now, the conflict that rages on today between the Palestinians, between the Arab world, uh, that has uh, become a, a very, very divisive issue on college campuses around the world. Here in America, this is a hotbed of contention on college campuses, the whole Palestinian issue, and the Is Israelis uh, uh, portrayed as the bully, as, the, as, the, as the, uh, the, the conquerors that are just pushing down and subjugating a people. Folks, this is not accurate. This is just simply not the case. And the idea of moral equivalency that uh, for the, uh, res the response that, um, uh, that you see Israel taking against the terrorists, that somehow this is equal, that the Palestinians kill Jews and Jews kills Palestinians. It's a completely different issue. Israel is very careful about harming as few um, uh, civilians as possible, where the Palestinians actually build uh, missile silos and we weapons caches in populated areas. So there is not moral equivalency. At the root, 
This is not a political issue, friends. This is a spiritual issue. Do you understand that this is a spiritual issue? Uh, and we have to remember that it's spiritual. It goes back to the very roots of the Bible, Genesis chapter 12, when God called Abraham to leave this land. The day that the conflict began in Gaza, how many are familiar with the whole Gaza issue? Gaza is given back or, or given to the Palestinians, and it was part of the promised land. So this was land that was promised to the Jewish people, and Ariel Sharon gave it back in 2005. So it's been almost 10 years, and this was to, uh, in hopes that giving land to the Palestinians would produce at least the beginning path for peace. How many have heard of the idea of land for peace? Land for peace. The reality is that as soon as Palestine uh, became the possessors of Gaza, they immediately began to use it as a foothold for a further attack against Israel. So the idea that there, a, a two-state solution will actually be a solution and that they can live in peace and harmony if Israel simply gives away land is a fallacy. Gaza is an example of what happens. It became a hotbed for missile attacks against Israel and to this day continues to be a source of conflict for the Jewish people. So I want you to understand that this is a spiritual issue. It's a spiritual issue. Your gracious gift in support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote lost tribes community in Zimbabwe, who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel, particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They'll share God's love and good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help and we'll send you the full DVD presentation of Rabbi Jonathan Burness's inspiring teaching you saw in part on today's broadcast, Lessons from Abraham. As a bonus, you'll also receive his message, A Hope and a Future, on CD and the companion booklet. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, We'll also send you our powerfully moving new limited edition art sculpture we call Soldier at the Wailing Wall. This numbered limited run keepsake sculpture poignantly depicts an Israeli soldier praying at Jerusalem's western wall. It will serve as a deeply moving reminder that your partnership with Jewish Voice makes you an important blessing to the Jewish people and rallying support for Israel. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. 
Please call, write, or click right now. Discover how a 4,000-year-old unbreakable covenant between God and Abraham speaks directly to the question of the Jewish people's right to inhabit the land of Israel. A remarkable divine land grant revealed today on Jewish Voice. God calls Abram and he says, first of all, I want you to leave your household. Let me read that again, and let's put that back on the screen. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, okay? Leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to a land I will show you. Now, we don't know how God reveals himself to Abram. We don't know if Abram experienced a visitation, perhaps a Messiah or Christ in pre-incarnate form. We don't know if he saw a vision. We don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us how God reveals himself to Abram, but somehow he makes himself known to Abram. It becomes very clear that this is the true God of creation and that he's being called to leave everything. So we learn something right away here about God. We learn that God makes demands. God makes demands. Before the blessing comes the demand. I want you to do this. You know, people think that uh, if, we just, uh, if we just work on getting our life right, that we can be saved. This idea of a scale mentality, right? Or the idea that I talk to many people about faith in Yeshua, about giving their life to Yeshua. They say, I'm not ready yet. My life isn't ready. The demand that God makes, though, is to put your faith in Him, okay? The demand that God makes on us for salvation is to die to self, to leave the old behind. We become a new creation, to die to self. The old passes away and all things have become new. So the demand for the believer in Yeshua, in the new covenant, is that we step out in faith and we make a decision. Do you remember that story where, where Yeshua says to Peter, who do people say that I am? And they and Peter responds, they say you're uh, Elijah the prophet, they say you're this, that, the other thing, and then Yeshua stops him and he says, who do you say that I am, Peter? Who do you say that I am? Too many people respond, well, he may be this, or some think that. The question is, who do you say that I am? This is a one-on-one -on -one encounter, and we see this with Abram. God is saying to Abram, I am your God, and I want you to leave everything that's familiar with you behind. We learn that God makes demands. He says, I want you to leave everything behind. I want you to leave your family. I want you to leave your household. Now, I want you to think about the uh, dilemma that Abram's in, okay? And I can relate to this as a Jewish believer. I'll explain why. But can you imagine Abram going to his parents? And by the way, Abram lived in a, in an, a land of idolatry. He came, comes out of an environment of idolatry. There's a story in rabbinic literature that, uh, and, and I never found this in the scripture. I remember looking for it as a believer and never found it. But in, as a little child, I was taught that Abram uh, grew up in, in an idol shop, that his father owned an idol shop and made idols. And uh, when God revealed himself to him, he destroyed the idol shop. He burned the idol shop down and his father was very angry about it. I, I never found it in the scriptures. It doesn't exist. It's in rabbinic literature. But can you imagine, uh, this whole community of idol worshipers, and Abram says to his parents and his friends, I met the one true God. 
huh? And they, they might have thought he was crazy. I'm sure that his parents didn't understand, especially if he did burn down an idol shop. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a cute story. But I'm sure that people didn't understand. Wait, we have thousands of gods, and you're saying there's one true God? Can you imagine him in this situation? I've, God's, God's shown himself to me. Which, which one of thousands? And I'm sure that he had to deal with the rejection, and I'm sure that he had to deal with the hostility and people thinking he, he, was, he, he just lost it. But this is what the calling of God is about. Friends, this is not, we didn't sign up so that everything would go perfectly, so that we would, as Tiny Tim used to sing, tiptoe through the tulips. Okay, the Bible, Jesus says, they didn't understand me, they won't understand you. They persecuted me, they persecuted you. Folks, let's get this right, okay? It's not about God catering to our needs, it's about dying to self and allowing him to live through us. It's no longer I that liveth, but Messiah who lives through me. And if God says, leave everything behind, we leave everything behind, okay? That's not very popular today in America, and maybe you're ready to turn off the TV. Just hold on, because it's in the Bible. I'm telling you, it's in the Bible. And Abram had to leave everything behind and listen to this now, go to a land that God would show him. I told you before, I'm coming back to that, don't miss this, okay? Go to a land that I will show you. Your gracious gift and support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote lost tribes community in Zimbabwe, who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel, particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort, They'll share God's love and good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll send you the full DVD presentation of Rabbi Jonathan Burness's inspiring teaching you saw in part on today's broadcast, Lessons from Abraham. As a bonus, you'll also receive his message, A Hope and a Future, on CD and the companion booklet. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, We'll also send you our powerfully moving new limited edition art sculpture we call Soldier at the Wailing Wall. This numbered limited run keepsake sculpture poignantly depicts an Israeli soldier praying at Jerusalem's western wall. It will serve as a deeply moving reminder that your partnership with Jewish Voice makes you an important blessing to the Jewish people and rallying support for Israel. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now.
One Jewish community that many of you have helped us to reach out to is the Beta Israel. This is the House of Israel in Ethiopia. These Ethiopian Jews, who are the poorest of the poor, hope to one day return to Israel. But in the meantime, they're suffering in severe poverty and they're desperate for help. Jewish Voice now holds three outreaches there every year to provide medical care, dental care, eye care, eyeglasses, even eye surgeries, all completely free of charge. But most importantly, we tell them about their Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua. Here's a close look at the Beta Israel, the House of Israel in Gondar, Ethiopia. The Beta Israel, the House of Israel. These are people that live in absolute squalor. Uh, most of them have never been to a, a, a dentist or received eye care or medical care. And we provide that all free of charge, eyeglasses, eye surgeries. We couldn't do this without the partnership of those like you who stand with us around the world and one way you can partner with this ministry is by coming on one of our outreaches. We go to India to help the B'nai Menashe. We go to Ethiopia three times to help different Jewish communities. We're working now in Zimbabwe with the Lemba tribe, an ancient Jewish tribe. These are lost tribes of Israel that God is restoring in these last days. And it takes volunteers. This is absolutely critical to these outreaches. And I promise you this, if you come on an outreach, God will use you. And in the midst of using you, he will change you as well. We need you to say, Hineni, here am I, send me. Dr. Eugene, this is your first clinic. What's your impression so far? Oh, I love it. Uh, it's been a, a remarkable experience for us. Uh, it's my first, actually my second mission trip to do. And uh, when we came down to Ethiopia, we've had a really remarkable time. It's been very, very fulfilling. Um, I'm pretty settled in my career, but I always felt that there was still something missing. And um, I, I am a big giver. And so I felt that this was the next step to use the, the skill that God has given me. I am so happy to be here. Um, I was here three years ago and I've been dying to come back ever since. There's, there's, it's hard to find words to describe how, what it's like to actually be here. You know, you see things on TV, you hear about it from your friends, but when you're actually here, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother ball field. When you look outside of the clinic at the masses of humanity, thousands of people waiting to get in, it truly is about helping a multitude. But for our volunteers, it's that one life that uh, was transformed that touched their heart. Imagine a life of hardship, hunger, and despair, teetering on a knife-edge existence with no promise of tomorrow. Your health has been on the decline for years, and there exists no state or county clinic to help you. You're on your own. As an Ethiopian Jew, part of the Beta Israel community, you are an outcast, marginalized by society and despised by neighbors. This is the harsh reality for so many here. This is the life of Wakaya Getty. Today, she's making the difficult journey over the hilly and dusty roads of Gondar, dodging cars, goat herds, and crowds of people, a hike that will take her an hour and a half on blistered feet. But she's heard about the clinic, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get the medical attention she desperately needs, having endured abdominal pain brought on by complications during pregnancy. This will be the very first time she sees a physician, Dr. Lawrence is an emergency room doctor from Dallas. He wants to check her heart and lung functions to assess her overall health. 
now treating her for her pain, but uh, she's going to need to go to the GYN for a continued workup. Dr. Fajardo from Columbia is a specialist at the clinic and was able to give her an ultrasound on site to aid in her diagnosis. It's the very first medical treatment of such she has ever received, and she is most likely unaware of the important role it plays in her health care. I just found out that this was the first time that she had seen a doctor, and um, if that problem keeps going, they will need to be repaired surgically. If you do all the prevention before, she will prevent surgery, she will prevent a lot of problems in the long run. Here in the prayer tent, she meets with volunteers who administer much-needed prayer for her health and family, as well as encouragement in hopes of lifting her spirit that is understandably downtrodden, offering a chance to unload the tremendous burden she shoulders each day. Hearing the good news of Yeshua, the spiritual counseling she receives is perhaps the first time she is told that while she has been abandoned, she is not forgotten or alone that God sees her plight and is reaching out to her even this very day through these volunteers acting as the hands and his feet of Yeshua. Samson's tribe, the lost tribe of Dan, are the Beta Israel or Jewish people of Ethiopia. They are a persecuted people, and those who have accepted Jesus are ostracized even further. They are outcasts, the poorest of the poor in Ethiopia, without clean water to drink, enough food or clothing, or even basic medical care. Yet they worship Yeshua joyfully, and thousands more are recognizing Jesus as their long-awaited Messiah. It's amazing. Prophecy fulfilled before our very eyes. Come witness this miracle. Be an important part of God at work in these last days, gathering his people back to himself. We need volunteers urgently for this outreach. Medical professionals, prayer partners, and practical service volunteers as we minister to thousands of very needy and spiritually hungry people in just one short week. Come with us and help these desperate Jewish people Say yes to being God's hands and feet. Please answer the call. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, eye surgeries, all free of charge, but most importantly, we share the gospel. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. But we need your help. I want to ask you to be part of saving lives, of transforming lives and blessing desperate Jewish people by sharing a generous gift today. Will you consider doing that? We have some very special ways of saying thank you today. I've selected some helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send you. You can call or click or write now to share and request them all. And remember, your generous gift is gonna be used to help some of the most impoverished 
and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish voice. Well, that's all the time we have for today as I leave you. I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible promises they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom, and God bless you. Thank you.